Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Carlos Mencia. Welcome to the Laughing and Living Podcast. I am here with producer Bert. What up? How you been, brother? I've been doing well, thank you. What was your what was your weekend like? Uh nothing memorable. Anything interesting? No. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Stayed home. Just chilled out. Well, you're the big cook. You're the big cook of the family. So, like, every time I call you now, you're like, I'm making chicken. Oh, yeah. I'm making, I'm oh, making yesterday beef. I'm chicken. I'm making mojitos. Good chicken yesterday. Yeah. So, what was it? It was a marinade, actually, that I got from Betsy. So, so, so tell me what happened, though. How did, how did that happen? How did you turn into the cook? Well, you know what? Because I, I like to barbecue. So, right. I don't know. I just ended up cooking, and I actually love to cook. So, now, and, you know, I bought a, a griddle, which is amazing, like. Like I could cook every day on that thing, and you know, fajitas, everything, anything, hamburgers. I mean, fried rice. I do it all. So, so for you people that don't know, a, a griddle is basically it's a barbecue, but it's it's a flat barbecue. It's kind of like when you go to a hibachi place and right. the Japanese place. So it's it's that kind of thing. Yes. And so Amazing. You, you love that. Thing. Oh, dude, it's so you first started with that, and then little by little you started getting oh, no, more no. into first the cooking. I, first, I started with. You know, barbecuing, and then I found this thing, it's right? Blackstone, who makes it, and right. I was like, "Dude, it's amazing!" Actually, I had borrowed it from a buddy of mine who owns one. Okay. And when I give it back to him, I give it back to him on Sunday, and on Monday I went and bought my own. I was like, "Dude," because I when you're barbecuing, one. I mean, I think all those roles are changing, and I don't know how many people even cook anymore. I mean, you know, growing up for me, it was especially when I was in Honduras, dudes did not cook. Fuck, fuck that. Right. No dudes cooked in Honduras. But when I was growing up, I did I did a decent amount of cooking because it was it was for me. I wanted to eat. Sometimes right. there was nobody at home. Mom and dad were working or whatever. Yeah, so. so I just went in the kitchen and experimented with stuff. You know, mm -hmm. I did. Uh, I, I think the first thing I ever remember really cooking was fried rice. But I didn't know what it was. Right. We just had eggs and rice and I liked to mix together. Good so I put the rice in there. I warmed it up and then I made some eggs and I mixed it up and I think I put soy sauce in it if I'm not mistaken because mm -hmm. I've always loved soy sauce ever, ever since I was a kid. Right. And that was the first thing I started. But, and as you know, way more back in the day when I, I actually love cooking when I try to make you eat that oh, nasty fuck. shit. <laughs> Angel hair pasta. Angel, tomato Angel, and basil. And Angel hair pasta like, with tomato and basil. But and I it was like all garlic. Too much garlic. <laughs> and I tried so hard. Like, you could eat it. You're like, dude, you got to eat it. I was that. like, I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I feel Remember, like when I was little, my mom made me. I was tuna. all butthurt, like I cooked it and you want to eat yeah. it. I was like you, you were like, dude, I'll eat it. Watch, shit. look, and I was like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> and then finally, you were like, oh, dude, this is this, this is disgusting. This is, disgusting. This is too fucking much. I think was, I put too much garlic. I don't think <laughs> it was way too bad. Way, way, it was it was horrible. Yeah, but I've always enjoyed cooking. I just don't do it anymore. I can't have right. I just don't have the time. Yeah, to do it as much, and so. It's a different thing, but those roles have changed. Like, I don't know about, I don't know about like if you're 18 or 19 now, it's like, I don't think that there's the guy who cooks, a chick who cooks. I don't even know if the pe people really cook that much anymore. Yeah. Well, but, see, with me, you know, like, it, it's funny because I always kind of like to cook, but I didn't know how to cook. So I would just watch my wife cook. Right. And then I would be like, oh, so that's how you make the Mexican rice. Right. I'd be like, okay, one day I'm going to try it. Right. And I'd be like, cool. Oh, oh, that's how you make fideo. That's right. how she makes it. Okay, I get it. By the way, for people that don't know, fideos are like uh, really skinny Mexican pasta, but 
unlike regular pasta, they don't really get that much. They don't get a lot of water in them because the way the, the way to cook them for some reason is they fry them first. Yeah. And saturate them with oil so that once they make the soup, they, they don't get fatter at all. They stay really, really skinny. And right. Thin. They're still thin, and, but they're you fry them. Exactly. Right. So like if you under fry them, then it just tastes like pasta, like you're eating like spaghetti. Yeah, kind of, you know, so so every now and then my wife would like undercook it and I would be like, and, and you could tell, you know, and I'd be like, baby, you got to cook it longer. And she would get pissed like, well, what do you know? And I'd be like, well, well, that's the way I like it. So so then, you know, I start now I make it all the time. Right. You know, because I. Well, that's what it. I was saying. Every time I call you, it's like, yeah, I'm cooking. Yeah. I'm like, well, because you know why? Because like she gets out of work at 330. Right. And then I'm like. It depends on what I want to eat too. Right. So if I'm like, dude, I'm gonna make, ch- I want to make chicken today. So then I'll go and I'll start like I prepare the chicken. I do everything. Right. And then by the time she gets home, you know, later at in the evening, like she'll come in the kitchen and then she'll, she'll pretty, I'll pretty much start a lot of the stuff and she finishes. Right. But when it comes to the grill and the griddles, I don't let her touch it. Like I, that's that's, that's all me. Yeah. That's all man. That's shit. all man stuff. So, like I'm like. Like, I'll be cooking sometimes on the griddle, you know, like I'll be doing tacos because it's the best to do tacos on. And she'll, like, come in and, like, start moving the meat around. I'll be like, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, it's cool. I got it. Go inside. You know, you can make rice or right. go make some beans or whatever. It's go cool. Do, go, don't, don't. Go do your chick shit. Yeah. I'm like, don't, don't. Leave this, leave this to me. It's it's cool. I got it. So now she, she pretty much knows, like, you know what? Anything outside on the griddle or on the grill, I just let them do it. That's it. That's it. Well, that's cool. I'm not. I'm not into that yet. I'm. I'm on the road so much right now. Yeah. But I. But I know that. Man, I don't know. Like, you don't have time to cook. No, I don't. No. Like when I I come over to your house. Yeah. Well, when I come to your house, it's not. I can't see you. Like, you know what? I'm gonna devote this hour to cooking, and it's like, nah. There's no way. Right. You don't have that time, bro. Because you're you're. You're constantly doing something or, you know, in and out of the house. And yeah. Especially when you're home, it's like, yeah. well, you have three days and yeah, two, I, days. I, two days and yeah, I could see you cooking. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you, knowing me, it would take me three to four, five times to get a dish right. So now we're talking about, even if I only had 20 dishes, that's a hundred times to cook. Right. Trying to figure out, do you, do you overcook this? Do you undercook this? Do you add this? Do you add that? I mean, I love watching the, the channels. Right. You know, the cooking channels yeah. and, and stuff like that, but it's just not I'm just not into it but I've never been into the gender thing I mean even though in my in in, in America in Honduras it was different because women cooked that was it they, they and yeah. still to this day those roles are kind of defined here it's like like yeah you have you have a young girl living in your house she's what 21 it just turned 22 does she know how to cook uh yeah she does she actually cooks because she like a lot of times she doesn't like what we're eating or like if we have pasta she doesn't eat pasta so she she'll make her own stuff so she'll cook her own shit yeah but she but she knows how to cook yeah she can and do her friends know how to cook because i'm trying to figure yeah see like a lot of the people now it's like guys a lot of guys cook a lot of women don't cook it's and she learned how to cook because she just i mean but what her thing is she she pretty much like looks at recipes online uh, i mean not like it's not like like her mom. She's a unbelievable cook, right? You know, she's she's actually really good cook. So anything, I mean, she chicken soup. She, I mean, you see her mom cook, and it's like unreal. She has nothing, yeah, nothing of what her mom has. Well, because like, it's a trick. Because when we were kids, our parents had to they, they had to cook for a lot of people. 
So the shit that they cooked was, it was a different feel. It, yeah. it was never, and I don't ever remember eat. I don't ever remember that it was like, every once in a while it was for, ooh, let's do this awesome dish. But it was mostly like, let's go to the meat market and, and ooh, look, this this meat is almost spoiled. Let's yeah. buy this shit because yeah, it's, it's cheaper, sale. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, ooh, it's a little, let's cut this little green part out. Right. Like, what the fuck? It, and, and it was it was less about mm, let's make this because oh they were gonna have whatever right. whatever the fuck you did last night yeah, that's what you did you were just like oh I'm in the mood for this great yeah chicken I was like and, I'm gonna make this chicken and, right and uh, you know what and actually dinner was awesome <laughs> it was it was actually really good yeah it? you know it's like like for example pork chops yeah. Like, I know a lot of people, they get pork chops and they fry them. I don't fry them. I cook them outside on the grill. Yeah, dude, they're so much better. They taste so much better. And they're, obviously, they're healthier, healthier, but they taste so much better. Like, every it, people will be like, nah, I like mine uh, fried. And I'm like, dude, just try them. I go, just try them. And then, and then they try it, bro. They and love they're them. like, oh, my God. They're amazing. They're like, dude, I won't ever have them any other way. Oh, that's awesome. You know. That's awesome. But just little stuff like that. Oh, that is amazing. Well, listen, man. Um... What happened this week? All right, so things that happened this week. El Chapo got caught again, which reminded me, though, of him getting caught. It, it made me think about the fact that, that that kid with the affluenza, the white kid, went to go hide in Mexico. And I remember that there were like three or four people that I remember in the past 20 years that have gone to Mexico and tried to hide and come back to America because they got caught. Right. And in my head, I'm like, do you really think that they're not going to spot you in Mexico? Like a bunch of really short brown people and you're fucking three to five inches taller than everybody else and white as shit. Yeah, and a different color. <laughs> right. Like, do you really think that they're not going to find you? Yeah. Like, like, how hard is it to find? How hard is it to find a black guy in Sweden? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You should have went to uh, Spain or something, you know? Hey, you could have went to dude, you could have went to Canada. Hey. There you go. Look just Canada. like any other fucking dude, Nobody ever Canada. thinks about going to Canada. They always think, well, let's go to Mexico. Yeah, they always want to hide in Mexico. And it's, uh, there's always, it, it, there's, <clears throat> dude, all you got to do is ask around. Has anybody seen the white guy? Oh, yeah, that guy. Like, yeah. I mean, over there. Yeah, exactly. Dude, exactly. It's, it's, and, and, and I know that there are people going, yeah, Carlos, but you know, there's places like Cancun where there's a lot of white people. Yeah, but they're all in Cancun. That's a point. Right. So they're all in that little tiny closed space. So all you have to do is go to five, ten of the bars that are there and you'll spot whoever yeah, the fuck it is. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's really that simple. But, but El Chapo got caught again, which is like, it's, see, it, it's really weird that, it took that long to catch them, but now that they really, really want to get them, they found them pretty quickly. Right. But I guess you just can't stop living the life, dude. He has... Well, I heard he was calling, like, all these studios. Yeah. Because he wanted his story out. He so. he had Sean Penn go over there yeah. to talk to him, cause, you know, so that Sean Penn could interview him and, so, you know, maybe play him in a yeah, movie. Ex- exactly. So now, I mean, that that's why he got caught, you know. But I wonder, I wonder if... He realized, I'm going to get caught. It's just a matter of time because I'm in the business. I'm not going to retire. Right. So I'm just going to throw my story out there. So I'm just going to throw my story yeah. out there and have people I, come I, and get it. I think he might have, because he's getting extradited here, right? Yeah. Because he's- Which yeah. people, you know what? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that people don't understand. He's coming to a better system anyway. Like a lot of people think he's pissed off. He's, first of all, if he's mad about being brought to America, he will be the first Mexican- that's ever been pissed off 
to be brought to the United States of America. <laughs> because if you think about the jails here and the jails in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Those are way fucking worse. There's a way huge difference. Way worse. Huge difference. Over there, guards can do whatever the fuck they want to you. Guards can beat the shit out of you. Guards, I mean, th- whatever goes on over there <laughs> is on a whole different level than here. Right. Here, he's going to get better food. And plus, if he ends up, it depends, it'll be a federal prison. But if he ends up in a federal prison where there's a lot of Mexicans, he'll be, he'll be, the, he'll be the boss over there. Right. Like, it, it, unless he's in solitary confinement for the rest of his time, which probably won't be the case. He's gonna be. He's gonna, dude. He's gonna live a. a he's gonna live a. He's gonna live life a great life. A, yeah, in a, in a federal prison, doing what much better than he would in Mexico either way. Yeah. But to me, it's interesting how he could have just went in hiding, bought a small little place somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and just kind of lived out his life somewhere and somewhere doesn't yeah, matter where. That's it. He just couldn't do it. No, he, he couldn't. Couldn't do it, dude. That life, and that's what. I think people don't understand. Like, everybody thinks, I want to be that guy. And I don't mean him. I mean, I want to be the president. I want to be. But at the end of the day, in order to be guys like that, you, you got to be have, wired different. Dude, you got to be wired different, bro. Way you different. just have to be yeah. wired in a whole completely different way. And it's just, it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter what what you think you have to have that ability like to run for president you have to believe that you're the best fucking person in the entire america to run this country (laughs) like what the fuck how do you how how do you feel about yourself i mean i i and they go up there like i will do this and i will do that and like god damn you're the one you believe that shit that's that's what this fucker i mean hey go into hiding no no fuck that no, I'm gonna. They're gonna make movies about me. Like, well, well, just keep a look. I'm gonna call them. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's, it's crazy. And I know that right now he knows they're gonna make a movie about his ass. Oh, of course. Sean I mean, Penn's gonna play him. It's, it's at some point it's gonna happen. Yeah. You know I they mean, did he, it about Pablo. They'll right. do it about him. He has to, that, and that that's probably why I'm thinking. Because he saw Narcos. With yes, the, he did Narcos. He, you know he watched Narcos, bro, on Netflix. Well, but but see, like, Ooh, but the interesting thing about Narcos is, turn. in my opinion, is if the next season of Narcos, right, is about Pablo Escobar after he he, he escaped prison because that's the way it ended. Right. And if it's a spoiler alert for you, fuck you. It's been out forever. You everybody seen it everybody already. knows. I mean, it, it, the thing is, everybody knows what happens with Pablo right. Escobar. The real or you story. should, yeah, right. So that's where it ends. He escaped. Right. So now. Uh, it's going to be about him after that. But the beauty of Narcos is it's called Narcos. It's about narco traffickers. Right. So it doesn't have to be about Pablo. Yeah, exactly. This wasn't called Pablo Escobar. So in my opinion, there is a way for them to connect the end of next season of, of Narcos to pop uh, from Pablo to, to Chapo. Right. And then season three can actually be the beginning of the Chapo series. Wow, if that's yeah. what he wanted to do. Right. I know I should have done this podcast before. He would have invited me to go over there. Oh, That's a great yeah, fucking right. idea, bro. You got a good idea, He would have been like, wow, 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 wait, wait a minute. You're going to do what? I, 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 like, I like where this is going. I like where this is going. Right? It would have been, been. Damn it. I know, dude. We're a week too late, bro. We're fucking. Yeah, I know. I know. And me going to Mexico, nobody would have oh, questioned nobody, that shit. Nobody. 
And by, yeah, by the way, Chapo, if you're listening, if you would have invited me, nobody would have followed him because a lot of people are saying that actually the reason why they found Chapo was because they were following Sean Penn when they went to, to, to go check. Boom, they went, oh, this is where he's going. Right, because of his cell phone calls and shit like that. Right. Yeah. So, Well, guess what? If you would have invited me, nobody would have followed Carlos. Nope. Nobody would have said, Carlos is going to Mexico. I wonder why. Uh, they wouldn't have given a shit. Probably going to TJ. Most people even think I'm Mexican already. Yeah. Oh, he's going back to his roots. Yeah, <laughs> they would somewhere in Mexico. He's, he's from somewhere. I, I, I wonder where they're going to, I wonder where his story is going to come out, but I guess it is. I just find it ridiculous that he couldn't just take a few million, go live a very comfortable life, yeah. just chill, nothing crazy, you know, get out of the business. You got enough money. Take a billion bucks, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just chill somewhere. Just, but he couldn't do it, dude. Fuck no. He had to live the he life, had to, dude. Bro, he, had he had to Tony Montana this that, shit, that, dude. It, dude. All these motherfuckers, they just have to do it. It doesn't matter no matter what. Yep. They it's fucking funny. quiet. Just lived life just like you said, It's bro. fun, but they can't. No? They can't. It's interesting. And that's why I don't think I'll ever retire. And the day I stop doing pure stand-up, like, yeah, uh, acting, TV shows, those will come and go. But the stand-up, the day I stop doing that... Is the day that I just can't do it anymore, right? Because that's I, I I'm wired that way with regard to stand up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, go look at my schedule. No, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous, and I love it. I I, lo- <laughs> I love doing it. I love exer. I mean, I love the whole thing about it. It's amazing. I, I know you do because I get the emails. Boom, uh, another day confirmed, and I'm like, damn it, on a Monday now, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> but dude, I I love 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 the look on people's faces. I mean. It's it's astounding to me. It's, right. It's astounding to, to be able to know that I'm the one that does that. I don't have that kind of ego in the sense that I don't think I'm I'm the greatest or the best or any stuff like that. I want to be, but I mean, I know that that's very subjective and whatnot, and there is a driving force, but I just appreciate... Come on in, bud. It's my mom and dad handing off some stuff. What is it, mom? Bills. Oh, bills? You're bringing me bills? Oh, thanks, mom. Thanks for bringing me bills, thanks mom. For bring, thanks for the bills. Appreciate it. Hi, papi. ¿Cómo está? Bien? Como el rey. My dad is like the king. <laughs> Always. Y, hey, dad. ¿Y la mano? ¿Qué le pasó en la mano? ¿Qué dijo el doctor? Old age. Oh, it's because you're old? Oh. But it's, a, but it's like arthritis? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my dad is fine then. Huh? He said he said his, his, hand is, his hand has a little bit of arthritis. Everything's okay. All right, cool, beautiful. ¿Y usted qué le parece que le, que, que pasó con el chapo, papi? ¿Por qué? That's a good point. He, he, says, he, says, that, he, he says that he got a little overconfident. Yo no creo, creo eso. Yo creo que él sabía que esto iba a pasar que lo iban a agarrar, por eso estaba haciendo entrevistas con personas que iban a hacer su película o su historia o contar su historia. Para mí, para mí de que lo que pasó con él es de que él sabía que esto iba a pasar y trató de, de sacar todo lo que pudo pues para tener su legacía, ¿no? para que la gente pensara en él después en tal y tal manera. Porque eso es lo único. Yo no pienso de que él va a estar haciendo llamadas y va a estar haciendo cosas así, ¿me entiende? Yo, a, mí, a mí no me parece 
A mí no me parece. Yeah, I just told my dad in Spanish that I, I think he he just knew this was going to happen and this is where he went and I, I don't think that he that he really got overconfident. I, I think he knew. I think he knew it was going to happen. Cierre la puerta, papi. I think he knew that that was going to happen. And uh, by the way, that was my dad. That's funny. <laughs> I know, I wish I would have put the mic closer, but oh, hopefully he, you felt he, it. He sat down in the chair like a king, just like he's... He did, bro. He sat down like this is his fucking office, dude. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, could you guys wrap this up? Because yeah. I, I want to get yeah. online. I got to get online and go ch and go see what's going on in Honduras. Yeah. yeah. That's what he does. Well, yeah. I have his computer set up uh, at his house, but I guess when I'm in town, he comes down and then he, he just wants to hang out and... Yeah, he, he, he does puzzles, man. He, like, oh, kills yeah. it. He's the best. He's amazing at puzzles. And I told him that when you get older, uh, make, you know, doing puzzles That's is... good uh, for you. Yeah, it's really good for you. It's really good for your mind. So, uh, so El Chapo got caught again. Um, it's because a lot of people say he, uh, he got the attention and they followed, uh, they followed Sean Penn and uh, that's how they caught him. So... We'll see what happens. I think Sean Penn just did an interview. It's going to, I I think he's going to talk about it, but we'll see. We'll see. Now, for all you conservatives, you're probably going to get pissed at this next segment, but it, it, I don't vote because I don't want to be on one side or the other of this stuff. I just see what's going on and I'm going to find it. I find it really interesting because tonight is the president's last state of the union address. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Still and so here's the interesting thing. In four years ago or three years ago, when he ran for president, the presidential candidates on the Republican side said that they wanted certain things like to have this many troops in Afghanistan for the economy to, to be here, for debt to be here, for unemployment to be here. Well, the interesting thing is, of all of those stats that Republicans gave, that they said, if I'm president, I will have all these stats. Well, interestingly enough, they're, not, they're there now, okay? So, so like unemployment of 5%, right. like all of those things are there now. All the promises that Republicans said that they were going to make are there now. Now, here's the question. We know that... No Republican is going to be happy. Every Everybody's saying he's doing a shitty job. And oh, of course. Doesn't like him. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, history being a much, much better guide because history takes emotion out of this shit. Right. History takes our our bullshit meter, so to speak, and, 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 and puts it into full play. Because at the end of the day, 30, 40 years from now, People aren't going to care that he's conservative or Republican. Like, if, you, if you're talking about presidents in the beginning, you know, of the century, people don't know whether they were conservative or, I mean, scholars do, but the average person, you know, the average kid growing up right now, if you said Kennedy, they wouldn't know if he right. was a conservative or middle or the right or to the left or house mm -hmm. center or, you know. So it's more about what the actual legacy is going to be. I wonder what his is going to be at, at the end of all of this. I mean, I fucking hate where our government is. I, I hate that compromise is a sign of weakness when our system was built specifically to compromise. And we just have all of these fucking people that are especially, I mean, especially 
especially four, six years ago. Remember when those elections came around and everybody was like, you can't know not a fucking thing. You were nothing. No capitulation. No, I just, I just, I don't understand how people think that way. Like, how can you not understand that you can't get everything you want? There's another side that wants the same thing you want, but they want to approach it from an opposite perspective. Right. How do you think? There's a guy that says, no, we got to spend $100 billion. And there's a guy that says, we don't need to spend any. You got to spend some, but just not that much. At, at a certain point, where is the compromise? Right. And I just feel like from the outside looking in after seven years, I really feel like the people that hate him fucking hate him no matter what. Oh, they hate him no, no matter if, what. It doesn't if matter. I believe that if unemployment right now was at 2%. Oh, it didn't matter. They'd still fucking could, be mad. It should be at 1%. And I get the feeling that if the the Republican had won and the, the, the country was exactly the way it is right now, those people would be saying, what are you talking about? Look at the unemployment. Look at what we're... They, they would make everything that is right now right. A, a positive thing. Yeah. It's like... Because you fight with these people oh, all, all the like time. It's like when online. they go on Facebook and I, I laugh because it's funny. They'll post shit and I'll be like, I'll be like, you know what? Hopefully, you know, one day when your fucking Republican wins, you know, that you have the balls to go online and put all the bad shit like you do, you know, for the other president that you don't like. But it's not they even, won't. But it's not even about the bad shit. You know. It's interpreting. Uh, right. Okay. I mean, they, they what they consider bad you know like right now you know they say oh he's awful he's this he's that he's and i'm like well really? first, of, first of all for you people that don't understand how our system works the president well. does not have that much power just so you guys know the president cannot pass laws the president can only veto a law or right. sign it into law he doesn't even get to vote on the fucking laws nope. but so when people say obamacare that that that's highly highly it is just wrong because he had pretty much nothing to do with it everybody else in congress it, right? passed passed all that stuff now is it something that his administration wanted to do and pushed yes but at the end of the day he doesn't have the power to put that down to, that's all congress right. and he he has a little bit of executive power and when he ad- when he addresses it, like what he did with the guns and shit, yeah. people are like, oh, he's overstepping and he's going too far. And I, I just fucking hate, 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 hate that the losing side act like little bitches and say shit like, well, he's not my president. Guess what? Bush was my president just as Obama's my president, just as whoever the hell is going to be Clinton next. Was our president. Yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of the day. It, it it doesn't really matter. And for me, I I just I just wish that it was not so much about to the right and to the left. I just wish that I don't remember that being the case. And now every time they bring it, it's like predictable. The president gives a speech. First of all, on the right, that's bullshit sucks. It's horrible. Can't believe it. Whatever. On the other side, it was amazing. He was awesome. It was perfect. It's 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 never right. it's never just real people. Like just be real. Just we know that you don't love everything he said and we know you don't you can't hate everything he fucking said, but it just is so polarizing. 
And at the end of the day, it's sad that it takes, you know, shootings and mass killings and bombings and terrorism to to bring us together and make us feel American. It's kind of fucking shitty. Yeah. And all this that negative rhetoric. But it, it, it is, I mean, it is what it is, you know. It might be, but it's got to change. It really does have to Hopefully change. Hopefully it does. And, you know, I, I don't know who the uniter in this country is going to be. I don't know who's going to bring us together. And, and look, I understand that we disagree on how to get things done. Totally understand that. And there's a compromise to be said. But at the end of the day, for you to feel like you're not an American or somebody else is not an American or or you're more or they're less or, and you know, that divisive shit, that that's stupid. That's that's retarded. And and the Internet has made it worse, of course. Uh-huh. Dude, it's so easy. I mean, you get into fights all the time. Yeah. What? Go ahead. No, it's just, it, I, you know what? It's a love-hate relationship with the internet, you know, because it's sniper shit. You know, they can, people go there and they'll say shit and then they hide behind a keyboard and it's like. But a know. lot of them also just want that response. That's it, yeah. The trollers. Right. They just want you to respond to them. And they'll say the worst fucking uh, thing just to get you, you get to respond. You're like, really? Why just to, just to get you pissed. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. you know what, with that, with the, you could tell a lot of times, you know, it's yeah. like, dude, really, obviously you just want people to come in here and argue with you and, yeah. you know, it's, I'm like. Because I try, like when I, when I get somebody hating, you know, on, on like Twitter, I've been doing this, I'll say, you know what, whatever you've heard, okay. Come to see me perform live and then make, make, make your mind up for yourself of what I do and how I do it. Come and see me. Come and see me for yourself. Fuck everything on the internet. Just come and see me, you know? And then they're like, well, I forget. And then I just, all right, you're, you're gone. I'm not, I'm going to block you from my shit. I don't want to hear you from you anymore. If, if you, if you at at least don't respond well to that, you know, then, then you just want to be an asshole and you want to be mean and you want to be rude and it, it it's uh there's nothing you could say to these people at that at point they just want to be angry and negative and whatever that is and i'm just in a different place man i i for for all of you people look at what this negativity has done it's divided our country in a way that has never been divided before it has made us dislike each other and make ourselves feel like we're not part of another i mean the fact that they got to come up with Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. Right. And, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you do a little bit of research, the number one group of people that are shot by officers while unarmed or in circumstances like that are people with mental disorders. Oh, yeah. Like that kid. But what happened in Chicago recently for you people, that happens more than anything else. It just so happens that kid happened to be black. And it got attention because of all the stuff that's happened. It might not have gotten even in the news cycle had the kid been white in a different time or even black in a different time. But right now in Chicago, being black, shot by a cop, that whole thing is just a recipe for let's put this on the news. But at the end of the day, so you guys know, those are the people that get shot by cops the most. A kid who is has got mental issues, 
his dad called the cops so the cops can come and disarm him because he had a knife or something like that. He thought the cops would resolve this in a different way, probably tase him, probably hit him a couple times, but I'm sure he didn't think they were going to come in shooting and then kill the lady inside and all that stuff. This is what happens most of the time. And yet at the end of the day, because of all the divisiveness on one side, you have people saying, you know, well, Cops just shoot everybody. And on the other hand, you go, well, listen, cops need to. And first of all, here's what I have to say. I raise money for cops all the time. I respect what you guys do. But don't hide ever around me behind you guys saying our job is dangerous. That is the job that you took. You knew that it was dangerous. They gave you a bulletproof Teflon flak jacket. A gun, extra bullets, an extra gun and an ankle holster, a big-ass belt with a baton, maze, pepper spray, taser, a big-ass Mac flashlight, handcuffs, walkie-talkie to call for backup, a battering ram in the front of the car, a shotgun, dog in the back. All of these things point to your job is really fucking dangerous. And if you don't want that job, that's fine. But when you accept to carry a gun that you can use legally to shoot another human being, in my opinion... You were held by a different standard, yep. way fucking different standard. Completely different. You are just like um, people that work in the medical industry. And for you people that don't know this, and this law I think is one of the stupidest fucking laws ever, all right? It's this. If you get hurt in the middle of the street and I, with no medical training whatsoever, as a good Samaritan, try to help you. And in doing so, hurt you more than I help you. Let's say that you got hit by a car and you're in the middle of the street and I try to move you and I actually break your back. Well, because I am a good Samaritan trying to help you, you can't sue me. You can't fuck with me. You can't do anything. I was trying to help. You cannot. But if I have medical training, I'm a doctor, EMT, something like that, off-duty, and I try to help you, and I hurt you, you can sue me, which, by the way, leads for people with medical training, when there are circumstances like that a lot of times, to not get involved, because they could be sued. Walk away. So, think about what that law does. It makes a doctor leave the scene and it allows Carlos, the comedian, to come and try to help you. So who do you want helping you, me or the doctor? But the point of it is, is we recognize lawfully that a doctor or somebody that has medical training is better trained and they should know what to do and what not to do. So they're held to a different standard. That is the same way I look at officers. You're held to a different standard because you do have a gun, because you can legally shoot, because you have a job where this is what you do. And so I don't want to hear all that stuff. And my point to it is it, this whole divisive shit, this whole, oh, they only kill these or they only shoot those or they only hate us or they only hate that. It, it It's going to go away. And really soon it's going to get interesting because... Uh, a university, and I'm not sure which one, is getting rid of the little boxes, the ethnicity boxes. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Yeah. So there's not going to be black, Asian, nothing. It's just, just going to be your name, That's your it. transcripts, what you did in school, 
what your GPA is, and they're going to stop caring about ethnicity. I think a lot of, I don't know how many, but I, I, I can't imagine that some people aren't going to say, wait, we're not there yet. I can't imagine some Latinos aren't going to say, wait, 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 that's fucked up. Our schools still aren't up to par, blah, blah, blah. I can't imagine that some African-American communities are going to do the same thing. So I really do believe that it's going to, it's going to change things. And, you know, within the next few years, we're going to become, you know, a less, a less divided America in that sense. Hopefully it'll lead to a less divided America outside of all this bullshit. But I have no idea, dude. Because people, hopefully, well, but but at the end of the day, here's the beautiful here's the beautiful thing about being divisive. If I wanted to say Latino, Latino, I'm a Latino, I'm a Latino, Latino, I'm a Latino, 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 I would start, you know, segmenting the people that like me. But I would solidify the Latinos. And there's a lot of money to be made in black people this or rednecks this or latinos this or even more specific cuban americans is mexican americans this like there's money to be made if you want to exploit that and have those people come and buy your product whatever that product is so i don't know that this is going to change you see what i'm saying yeah but whatever it is it is what it is man so tonight state of the address i hope it's received well i hope that you know um People see it as the last one. And if you guys hate him, well, guess what? Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Just watch it and go, it's the last time I got to hear him speak. This is the last time I got, whatever it is, just enjoy it. For the rest of you, enjoy it. And I hope, I hope that whoever is president next can hopefully bring us together a little differently. But I have no idea. So we shall see. I am done with this podcast. It got a little political in the end. And I'm actually a little saddened by the whole state of this bullshit. So, till next week, guys. On behalf of myself, Cisco Duran, who couldn't be here, and of course, producer Bert, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living, baby. Peace. Out.